Hits. It's Friday, January 28th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, pleading for a pinky in the asshole. Plus, public schools are now supplying litter boxes for furries to shit in. One TikTok wonders where hair grows from. And farting the five-day forecast. All this with your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Getting Raped to Christmas Music. You are about to have the very, very best. <laughs> but I think a little music would be appropriate. So why don't you sing me some jingle bells? Huh? Come on, you just sing it for me. <laughs> I said sing jingle bells! That's right. You have That's bells. You have yeah. yeah, music is always good for fun. Oh, what fun it is to ride a one horse open sleigh. Yes. Jingle With Tim Henson. Well, you're a cunt! Timothy James Henson? Hold my hand while I poop. Oh, fuck. My grandfather eating my ass. Why did man at the house put the sweet record? Tim Hansen, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday program. Uh, I have no idea what movie that rape scene audio was from. I'm just pissed we didn't use that as one of our introductions during the December programs. It would have been a little more appropriate, but let's be honest, you can celebrate rape all year round. Ding! Speaking of rape, uh, a few days ago on the podcast, I played audio from an English dub anime in which uh, one of the female characters gets raped and is like totally okay with it she's just like um excuse me even though you just violently had sex with me and my face is currently glazed with your jizz i thought maybe we should talk about what happens what was going through your head when you raped me why'd you do it they like sat and had a conversation afterwards i think they end up dating i don't know it's not the healthiest message to send to rape victims anyway uh that anime uh, is called Sextra Credit, and it's about a male teacher who, I guess, gets fed up with the administration. Wow. Ripped from the headlines, right? A lot of teachers are pissed off with their working conditions right now. Uh, You know, teaching from home, Zoom classes, COVID protocols. In the case of uh, this anime, the, uh, the, the male teacher decides to take matters into his own hands. Really, his own cock. And he punishes his fellow female teachers and principal and stuff like that through uh, rape, which is not a recommended way to go about things. But this is Japanese hentai. And that's how they roll, baby. All right. So I've got some more audio here from this cartoon classic. Uh, Let's take a listen. I believe these are uh, the teachers and principal confronting the protagonist here. Man, this really sucks. I don't deserve this shit. I didn't become a teacher just to be somebody's pathetic whipping boy. Yeah, so he's in a meeting with all of these women. This is uh, just the thoughts running through his mind. I should have listened to my old man and joined the Navy. But I hate the smell of seawater, and now I'm stuck. Always getting called out on the carpet by these stuck-up bitches. 
Oh, I'd like to tell these miserable cunts what they can do with their job. What kind of a man are you? Don't you have any balls? These students are walking all over you, and you're just letting them get away with it. You're turning this institution into a laughingstock, and I won't have it. So there's the first woman really letting them have it. Then another one joins in. Kyoko's right. You're a gutless wonder, Jotaro. I've seen worms with more backbone than you. Savage burn! And then another teacher piles on. You've got less spine than a spina bifida victim. Uh, that bitch needs to work on her insults. Don't worry, the next teacher will pick up the slack. Stupid faggot little cocksucker! She gets right to the heart of the matter there. I'm sick and tired of being pushed around by all these ball-busting bull dykes. Yeah, I think it's at this point where he finally snaps. That's really when he begins his reign of terror, and we played some of those clips previously on DV. He's got a wall of photographs of women who have wronged him, and uh, it looks like there are X's on two of their pictures, so he's, uh, he's done did raped two of them. Three faces left on the wall of dirty, fucking, scum-sucking, lousy cunts. I love that, that, like, this type of content is allowed in Japan. A whole movie about revenge rape. But when it comes to real-life pornography, they blur out the pussy. Oh, that's too extreme. Japanese audiences are not ready for that. Anyway, back to a, a few remaining short clips. When we think about rape, we never really take into consideration the mental and physical toll it's taking on the rapist himself. All this fucking has given me sore balls. Yeah, he's dealing with sore balls! I sure never thought I'd be complaining about having too much sex. His next victim appeared to be uh, some woman who was just walking outside at night. Not a great idea. You can hear the footsteps getting faster and closer until uh, he tackles her from behind. Don't resist. I just want to fuck you, all right? Let's get to it. Huh? Well, before he gets to it, uh, he realizes that uh, her hair is actually a wig, and it's a guy! What's up, dude? I think he ends up having sex with him anyway. Because, like, the next scene is him uh, taking his clothes off. Stick your pinky up my asshole, please. And he wants a pinky up his asshole. Here the teacher is uh, talking about his experience with that guy, I believe. Kid's got a lot of heart. Yeah. And a pretty good-sized dick, but I'm not sure about his balls. <laughs> I really don't think he has what it takes to be a blackmailer. Could just be the folly of youth, I guess. It takes a real man to grind your victims into the dirt and decimate them completely, you know? Yeah. To make them grovel and then shit on their hopes and dreams. Fuck them till they bleed, and then fuck them some more. Can we get that embroidered on a pillow or something? I want to see that quote in homes nationwide. Get rid of those fucking dumb live, laugh, love signs. In this house, we make you grovel, and then shit on all of your hopes and dreams. We'll fuck you until you bleed, and then fuck you some more. Because we're Hensons. <sighs> You're so romantic, Mr. Saru. Absolutely. There you go, the secret life of teachers. Maybe it's better we're keeping all of our kids at home. Speaking of schools, let's move on to a school board meeting where one concerned parent voiced her disgust with the school administration for a very interesting reason. The agenda that is being pushed through our schools is um, 
just my opinion. She should have been immediately escorted out of the building. When you say shit like just my opinion, that's like online. A lot of people will comment something and say something ridiculously stupid and they don't want anyone to challenge them. They get upset when when called out on their bullshit. A lot of times they will end their comment with just saying or just my opinion. They're not interested in the truth. This is just this is just how they feel. Just say what is this woman upset about here through our schools is um, just my opinion but somewhat nefarious when it comes to some of the um, activities. So let's talk about fury, furries. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that, are, that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools in our town has a, in one of the unisex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. This is a real concern for this parent. The conservative social media account Libs of TikTok picked up this video and posted it. I guess because they believe what this woman is saying, the school has really placed kitty litter boxes in a restroom for kids to piss and shit in. Kids who identify as cats. Now, that begs the question, what about the dog furries? Are teachers walking them outside and letting the kids shit on the football field? Who picks up the furry dog shit? There are so many questions I want answered. Anyone who is not a complete fucking imbecile will recognize that uh, the school did not place kitty litter boxes in the restrooms. These uh, either do not exist, it's a complete fabrication, or this was done by other students. They're, they're like, they're bullying some of the furries. Yeah, you like to dress up like a cat? Go shit in that box! Pretty creative, though. <laughs> a, in one of the unisex bathrooms, a litter box for the kids that identify as cats. And um, I am really disturbed by that. Mm -hmm. And I, I will do some more investigation on that. I know it's going on nationwide. I know it is. It's part of the <laughs> agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want to understand it. She doesn't want to understand it, but she's going to do research. She knows nothing about it, but she knows it's happening nationwide. It's a real epidemic. Liberal schools pushing their furry agenda. Where are people getting this now? God, there's got to be some right-wing website freaking parents out. You know, like, first it was tranny unisex bathrooms. Now kids are being encouraged to shit in litter boxes. But I think that people need to be aware of it because I am really upset as a parent that my child is put in an environment like that. And um, let's say there are kitty litter boxes in the restroom. Your kid doesn't have to use it. It's ridiculous to even think about, but how does that affect your kid in any way, shape or form? I guess it's kind of weird to see someone squatting in a litter box shitting, but I know if that happened to me, if I saw that, that would be, that's hilarious. The kids pissing and shitting in litter boxes would be teased mercilessly. Um, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination, <laughs> but when someone lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, Wait, you're living in a fantasy world. If you think this is a real problem. Please, God, let me. Does she end it with this? Is just this is just my world opinion. And expects other people to go along with it. I have a problem with that. So I'm just putting that out there. Oh. I will investigate more. I'm just putting it out there. That's that's pretty much the same thing, right? 
I'm just putting this thought out into the ether. We've got kids pissing and shitting in kitty litter boxes in our public schools. Because every goddamn insane viewpoint has to be taken seriously, the fucking school district had to issue a statement about this. A Michigan school district denies rumors that it put litter boxes in bathrooms for students who identify as furries. Midland Public Schools released a statement last week after a community member claimed at a December school board meeting that there were litter boxes in the bathrooms. Lisa Hansen alleged that the litter boxes were in a unisex bathroom, at least in one school for the kids that identify as cats. In a statement, the school district said, uh, yeah, there's no truth whatsoever to this false statement slash accusation. The statement even includes an exclamation mark after that. Uh, there have never been litter boxes within the schools. It is such a source of disappointment that I felt the necessity to communicate this message to you. Just another case of an insane parent ranting and raving. That last part wasn't included in the statement. I added that. Moving on now to more ridiculous happenings. Have you guys been following what's going on with that subreddit anti-work? It's quite an amusing tale, actually. I'm going to try to sum it up real quick. So uh, there's a subreddit. You know, you, you Reddit are basically like message boards and stuff. A subreddit called Anti-Work. It was formed by and for people who hate the idea of work. They feel like, uh, you know, we shouldn't have to work. We're basically slaves, man. It was a relatively small subreddit until uh, 2020 when the pandemic hit. It grew from several thousand people to uh, 1.6 million. Now, in that time, the subreddit experienced a shift of perspective. Most people who joined anti-work, the subreddit, uh, during pandemic times weren't completely anti-job, anti-work. They didn't believe that if you clock in, you're, you know, considered a slave. They were just really pushing for more pay, better working conditions, safer environments, you know, that type of thing. Fast forward to just a few days ago when uh, the Fox News channel learned about this subreddit and wanted to talk to uh, people involved. They ended up interviewing one of the mods, one of the moderators of anti-work, one of the original mods, as a matter of fact. This is one of those people who uh, joined anti-work before it went through that that shift in during the pandemic time. So this is someone who just hates the idea of all work. Naturally, the uh, Fox News host, Jesse Waters, had a field day with this. Joining person. me now is the person who operates this anti-work group, Doreen Ford. All right, so Doreen, why do you like the idea of being home, not working, but still getting paid by corporate America. First of all, who wouldn't love that idea, right? I don't have to work and I get money. Yeah, sign me up. But that's not how the real world works, I guess, for most of you. For me, it does. I'm in my Ninja Turtle sweatpants right now, as a matter of fact. We're a movement where we want to reduce the amount of work that people feel like they f- they're forced to, to do. She starts off okay, I guess. She just doesn't explain the movement well enough. And, it, you know, it quickly goes downhill. You're not being forced to work. This isn't this isn't slave labor. You, you've you've applied for a job. You've agreed to the terms and conditions of the employment. And, you know, you can walk away from that job at any time and quit. So 
I don't understand yeah, really what this is about, sure. except it sounds like maybe people are just being lazy. Are you encouraging people oh, sure. to be lazy? So, um, so I think laziness is um, a virtue in a society where people constantly want you to be productive 24-7. That quote, laziness is a virtue, that, that one's sticking. Most people who have watched this video, that, that's their takeaway. This bitch actually said laziness is a virtue. Jesse then asked her, like, how many hours a week do you think people should work? Uh, sure. I mean, I think as much as people want. I mean, I personally uh, work. I have I kind of, you know, just work however many hours you want. You get paid the same. Like This bitch is really living in a fantasy world. By the way, her job. Um, and what I do you do, Doreen? Uh, I'm a dog walker. The subreddit anti-work immediately turned against this mod. As a matter of fact, they made the entire subreddit private. No one can join. No one can see what's going on there. There's some turmoil. Many people have said uh, they got the wrong person to represent the group. Doreen is trans. In and itself, that's not a problem. But like when you're going on Fox News and... You know the host is just looking for ways to rip on you, make you look like a fool. This is just one more thing the viewers are going to see and laugh at. You know Fox News viewers, right? Members of the anti-work subreddit, and really Reddit at large, then started to look deep into Doreen's history, and they found some disturbing stuff. In a series of old Facebook posts, oh, those old Facebook posts will come back and bite you in the ass. Doreen wrote that she was aware of serial rape accusations against her, and it appears that he or she admits to multiple instances of sexual impropriety and abuse against at least two different people. She's adamantly against nine to five jobs, but it seems like she puts in a lot of work when it comes to sexually abusing people. The first incident involved someone who was drunk and they were like, it's okay, we should totally fuck. But then they fucked and the, the, when the person got sober, they were like, what did we do? I didn't want to do that. The second incident is a little more gross. Doreen wrote, I want to discuss a history I have with someone that I used to know. This was a person with whom I had an ongoing sexual relationship and living arrangement with. This individual had past trauma from previous relationships. Well, you're just piling it on, aren't you? Gonna give this person an extra dose of trauma. Anyway, because there were emotional and physical distances between us over the courses of months, it led to my needs going unmet, which led to masturbation as an unhealthy coping mechanism. After months of trying to keep myself in check, I began sporadically. This wasn't an everyday thing. I sporadically masturbated while they slept next to me. Even though they stated that this made them feel uncomfortable, these events continued to happen until I sought help through therapy. I had woken up one morning with them laying next to me and remembering they felt uncomfortable with me masturbating next to them while they slept. I placed their hand over my boxers. Okay, so you were making them like grab your, your dick a little more than just you know, masturbating next to them. They moved their hand away and I thought nothing of what happened and I fell back asleep. They later woke up and mentioned to me that they had a nightmare. <laughs> they had a nightmare involving this, uh, this series of events. I admitted that it had happened and I apologized. I love that this was a public Facebook post. This is something everyone in your life needs to read. Friends, family, Co-workers. This may have been before he was a dog walker, you know, self-employed. 
In addition to the Facebook posts, an October 2020 entry on the site of anarchist think tank Center for a Stateless Society, uh, they noted that Ford, who also goes by the name Doreen Declare or something, was ousted from their organization after being, quote, exposed as a rapist. Uh, Before the anti-work subreddit locked themselves down because of all of this, People were like wondering what the hell's going on. And I think this pretty much sums it up. One of the moderators at Anti-Work just recently did an interview with Fox News, setting themselves up as a leader slash organizer of this sudden large community and movement. Just aesthetically, it's a poor look. They're disheveled, wearing a random hoodie, sitting in the dark of an untidy room without any lighting. It's like they're going to an interview before thousands of people and haven't given a second to actually thinking about their presentation. They look exactly the part Fox wants to paint them, a lazy, unmotivated person looking for a handout. Turns out it was just a bonus that this person is also probably a serial sexual abuser. Ta-da! Icing on the cake, baby. All right, a couple more real short clips and then we will get into the news. I think what we have here is a a Jamaican UPS driver. He's just trying to do his job, man. He's, He's parked trying to deliver some packages. There's a woman who uh, wants him to move his truck. She's really no match for uh, the Jamaican's vocabulary. You got an ugly fucking lip. You, you live fucking ugly. You live spoiled, bitch. Suck your mother. <laughs> ugly shit. He's like, I am going to do my job. No one's going to make me move. Don't move that fucking piece of shit. You're going to wait, you bitch. I'm going to wait, you bitch. And you're going to you piece of shit, you fuck shit, you fuck shit. fuck your mama. Big pussy girl. fuck your mama. Bob Black, a big pussy girl. Look at your fucking lip. I don't know if he's a UPS driver or if he's like a tow truck. I can't tell what he's in. Big pussy pussy mama. Look for your fucking lip. I'm a slave. I'm a fucking slave. You're a what? You're a piece of shit. Suck your mother. You ever see this blood clatter? This little ugly, ugly looking piece of shit. Your lip. See a big pussy girl. You do surgery. Your lip spoil. I don't think we've ever heard blood clot used as an insult. New one. Thank you. Finally, I have got a uh, TikTok for you. Dear God, this woman is stupid. Uh, She did not know how hair worked. She just learned how hair grows and uh, she wants to share it with all of her followers. Yeah, so I just found something out. So I never knew that your hair grows from up here. She's pointing at uh, her scalp. I never knew that. I always thought that your hair grows from right here and it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah, now she's pointing at the ends of her hair. That's where she thought the hair grows from. The end of the strands of hair. Now, when I first saw this video, I looked at this very skeptically. After all, no one could be this stupid, right? Then I looked at the length of her nails. I don't know. I just think people who have those really, really super long nails, like those six inch nails, I, I, I don't think anyone that wears those are per- particularly intelligent, right? Gross gross. I think this all checks out. Uh, is there hair in my head? See what I mean? <laughs> like actually like in there? Yeah. Where's it coming from? 
I'm scared for real. It's all wadded up next to your brain. And it just I don't comes know. out. Like, is it like in my forehead? Like, is there a hair there? I always thought it grew from here. I always thought I've always had this hair on top. I still have a hard time believing this is real because, I mean, has she ever met someone who's had their head shaven? Where did they, where did she think the, the hair comes from then? But it's different. Maybe like she thinks the hair comes from the little, the stubble. By the way, this woman is also a moderator over there at r slash anti work. She is their new leader. Makes perfect sense to me. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up, fucked up news right now. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this stupidity by becoming a member of the Sideshow. When you sign up, you will gain access to exclusive shows we produce every single week, typically on Tuesday and Thursday. This week was no different. There are now more ways than ever to sign up for Sideshow content. Of course, we've got the website, superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted over there. When you sign up, uh, you get access to a special password-protected RSS feed. Uh, You can plug that into most podcasting apps. You'll get uh, all the free shows and all the exclusive programs as well. Uh, There's also an archive of all the programs we've done, uh, well over 4,000 shows. Superfreaksideshow.com is the web address once again. If you don't want to deal with password-protected RSS feeds and websites and podcasting apps and all that shit, uh, if you listen to DV through Spotify, you can sign up for uh, exclusive Sideshow content right in the app. Just go to Spotify and search for Distorted View. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you can get exclusive shows right in Apple Podcasts. Same deal. Uh, You just search for Distorted View, click subscribe. Bing, bang, boom, baby. Easy peasy, Tim's on his kneesy. Thanking you, sucking your dick, for becoming a Sideshow member. All right, thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. There are other ways to continue supporting Distorted View. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. And again, every little bit helps. So thank you to all of my patrons. All right, three very quick stories now. First up. Oh, this first one is super short, but it's very DV-worthy. A TV weatherman in Louisville, Kentucky is going viral for the type of wind not usually featured in his reports. Last week, WDRB meteorologist Mark Weinberg was reporting on a cold front in the Midwest when he paused and seemed to fart during the broadcast, complete with a slight spring in his step. Yeah, he kind of like, he farts and then sort of lifts himself up. A viewer at home recorded the incident and unleashed it onto the world over there through uh, Twitter. Uh, the viewer misidentified him in the caption in the clip as fellow WDRB weatherman Jude Redfield. The video went viral after it was shared by another member of the Louisville media. Of course, I've got the clip here. Let's uh, go ahead and take a listen. Hold this air is. Wow, he stops before he farts. It's like he wanted everyone to know what he was doing. Hold on, hold on. This just in. And back to you. Let me listen to this one more time. Maybe it's just his shoe scuffing or something. There is. It's Aiden Des Moines, Iowa. Other people on social media retweeted this video with comments like, he didn't even hide that one. I don't know what my favorite part is, that it happened. He stopped for dramatic effect. 
or that it actually rocked his body. Someone else said, uh, most people would have attempted to talk over the fart, not pause for dramatic effect. Twitter user Ryan Trout said, uh, alternate headline, weathermen can't control wind. All right, enough of the farting weathermen. Second story we have for you today. This one comes from China. to a consensus yet uh is that racist my little china intro i mean there seems to be a lot of uh kind of ethnically insensitive elements the do 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 and the gong at the end however it's uh chinese people singing it they're the ones that came up with the tune i'm just playing it i'm getting their music out there i should be celebrated for uh, my efforts to bring the world together A father in China who seemed to survive a suicide attempt is said to have expressed shame that his son was not yet married at 29. Dude has got to get with the times. Uh, No one's getting married anymore, right? Like back in the 40s and 50s, people were getting married at 19, 20. Now people are just, they're waiting longer and longer. As a matter of fact, look at me. I'm 41 years old, still a confirmed bachelor by choice. I'm not an incel. Guys, I'm not. Anyway, this father was being super dramatic, tried to kill himself because his 29-year-old son was not yet married. According to the local video news outlet K News, the unnamed 55-year-old handed a note to guards at Shanghai Railway Station on January 22nd and said he had just overdosed on medication. He then fainted on the spot. In the note addressed to his son, the man wrote that he lived a life of shame because his son had yet to start a family. Again, dude's just being dramatic. It could be way worse. Your son could be Chet Hanks. One would expect Tom Hanks to overdose on pain pills. His note would say, you have brought much shame to this family with that shitty Jamaican accent of yours, Chet. Quote, people of my age in the village all have children and grandchildren already, he reportedly wrote, adding, but you are 29 and have achieved nothing. When asked about the suicide note, the son replied, I have so too achieved a lot. I'm a moderator on the subreddit anti-work. I was just interviewed on Fox News. I'm a big star. While the man has survived the incident and is said to be receiving hospital treatment, the case has sparked a social media conversation about the pressure for young Chinese to settle down early. On China's Twitter-like platform Weibo or Weibo or whatever, one user commented that as a father, he could relate. The father's responsibility is to raise his son well and give him a good education, but also see him married and start a business. Only then can he complete his mission. Guys, you need to really start lowering your expectation for your offspring. In the end, you'll be much happier once you realize kids today are all imbeciles. Others commented that it would be even harder for this man's son to tie the knot now because the pressure from the in-laws was too great. In China, there's an expectation for people to get married before they turn 30, and it's not uncommon for parents to push their children in that direction, even setting up blind dates for them. China sounds great. I do like the idea of um, going on blind dates set up by your parents. That sounds foolproof. 
If young women are not married after 27, they are shot in the head. No, they are referred to as Shang Nu or leftover women. <laughs> Hear that, lady freaks? who are older than 27, you know what you are. Uh, this comes even with close to half of Chinese urban young women in a survey last year saying they didn't plan to get married. As for young men, they are pushed to settle down as soon as possible because they're expected to carry on the family lineage. That's according to Mu Zhang, a sociology expert at the National University of Singapore. Marriage has always been an important marker of social maturation. I should have said that with more confidence. I know that's the right word, maturation. I just don't think I've ever said it out loud before. It's one of those words you don't really run across too often. No need to ever say maturation. All right. Marriage has also been an important marker of social maturation and personal success. Given China's high housing prices and the expectations for men to assume the majority of costs in the household, transitioning to marriage indicates that the man is socially and financially ready. Final story we have for you today, uh, another disappointment in his parents' eyes. Uh, a hiker camping on a peak in the Superstition Mountains east of Metro Phoenix was found dead after apparently slipping while taking a selfie and falling hundreds of feet. Because this is Distorted View Daily, I've got some audio of the event. There he goes, plummeting to his death. I guess the real important question is, though, did he get the shot? I don't know how long it takes to fall several hundred feet, but I hope in that short time he was uploading that killer photo to Instagram. The body of Richard Jacobson. What a generic name. 21 was recovered after a hiking companion called 911 at approximately 12.45 a.m. on Monday. Jacobson's body was found nearly 700 feet below where the hikers were camping on top of flat iron near Lost Dutchman State Park. Quote, Mr. Jacobson went to go take a photograph with himself. That does not sound like something an alpha man would do. I'm going to go take pictures of myself. Sounds to me like he was a beta male. Anyway, uh, Mr. Jacobson went to go take a photograph. Yes. He, yes, he went to go take a photograph. All right. Yeah, he went to photograph. Yeah, picture. He was going to take a picture with himself uh, in the city skyline in the background gonna totally use that as his tinder profile picture using beautiful nature for poon anyway he lost his footing and uh he slipped and he fell that's according to sergeant doug peeble uh with the county sheriff's office friend andrew thomas said he spent three months as a missionary with jacobson in 2020 quote he really was one of those guys that everyone loved and it's sad to lose him but we know that it's not the end we're going to see him again you can see him every time you look at this photograph. Well, not that photograph. The photograph of him falling down that cliff? No. Why would you look at that? Makes me laugh. You sick, sadistic son of a bitch. Give me that. Oh, it's a different photograph. Oh, look at that. This is nice. Bunch of you together. Hey, what's on Joey's head? been bugging me for years. Thomas told the station he remembers Jacobson as someone who was kind and had a good sense of humor. I bet he would really love this segment of Distorted View Daily. He was just my companion in that sense. Isn't it weird how he keeps referring to him as a companion? I don't know. Getting some gay vibes here. Uh, he was just my companion in that sense. I spent all my waking hours with Richard. See what I mean? So I got to know him pretty well. He was an outdoorsman, a hunter, a hiker. 
so butch. He did stuff like that. So I guess he did die doing what he loved doing. Falling off cliffs. <laughs> you asshole. Uh, just in a trend. Wait, wait a second. This quote is amazing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah, he was an outdoorsman, a hunter. He did stuff like that. So I guess he did die doing what he loved to do. Just in a tragic way. Don't take this the wrong way, but uh, I hope the family doesn't ask that you speak at the funeral. According to a study in the Journal of Family Medicine and Primary Care, 259 people died taking selfies from 2011 to 2017. Just another sad statistic. In 2018, a married couple fell to their deaths in Yosemite National Park because they were also trying to take fucking selfies. Put down your phone. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, wrapping things up for the week, and we're going to do some voicemails here. Uh, 206-666-4463. That is the voicemail line. Call in anytime. Leave a message. I'll get around to playing them on the show. I'm always a little backed up, but you'll hear your voice eventually. If you want to get through right away, the best way to do it, of course, is to pledge $5 to our Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. When you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. I will play your calls first. There are other ways to contact me, show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. And I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. We've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right, let's see what you little monsters are up to today. Jungu, Timmy Boo, this is uh, Distorted View Sideshow member and Patreon member Zing Pow, because the sexiest thing about me is my mustache. I know I called in twice <laughs> today, but now I'm listening to the Wednesday show, and I'm listening to those crazy chicks talk in light language, what? and the only thing I can think of is... Uh, they sound very much like the Sims video game. So I'm thinking... Oh, they're speaking Simlish? They're just some desperate girls who played a lot of Sims when, uh, when they were younger. And that's what they're imitating? And, uh, you know. Let's see if I can find some examples real quick of Simlish. Boy, uh, that did not take long. Do stay! Do stay! Bye, Globby! Gar! Gar! Kanu! Daz! Siba, Gork. You know what? Dustai. Army Batar. Glark. Uh -huh. It does sound dude. like they're speaking an alien light language. Ow! Oh! Ah. Ow! Someone's getting in a fight there in Sims. Someone's on fire now. Well, you get the idea. By the way, I'm sure a lot of you people know this, but um, Katy Perry actually recorded one of her songs in Simlish for uh, a Sims release. Uh, she did uh, last Friday night. Little did Katy Perry know that aliens could probably understand what she was singing there. Next up. Still working my way through these uh, patron calls. We should finish up with those today or tomorrow. Wait a second. That's me. How am I calling in? Calls. We should finish up with those today or tomorrow. This week. Hey, hey, Timmy Boo. Tina Cohen Hamster checking in for the very last time. In 2018. 
2021. I don't know exactly what the caller is trying to insinuate here. I pretty much stay on top of those patron calls. We're done with patron calls now. So, you know, everyone who called in the patron line, uh, Patreon line, whatever, got through, got played, and now I'm going to play some uh, some regular voicemails. Not my fucking junk, man. So I was listening to your story about the pussy baby boys that are crying that they can't, you know, send women messages on Bumble and they had to actually sue because they're a bunch of fucking <laughs> pussies. If maybe they didn't send their dick pics <laughs> or want to, like, fuck everything with a the vagina, then maybe there wouldn't have to be a dating site That's where right. women are more in control. Men cannot be trusted to send the first message. But since men don't know what to do with their dicks... They just, they're not good with words. <laughs> they're, they're, they're more of a visual species. They're just like, I'm just going to send a picture of my penis. That should convey everything I want to get across. Other than woman. stick it in a vagina <laughs> or probably a vacuum. I don't know how it works. I don't have a penis. Uh, then there wouldn't be a need for those things. It just irritates me that this is a thing. Fuck those baby pammy babies. Fuck them hard. Okay, there you bye. Go, a very pissed off woman. She sounds like someone who has uh, received a lot of unsolicited dick pics before, and she's, she's just fed up with it all. Yeah, this is Rape Van Winkle. I want to add to the voicemail wars. I was listening to your April 8th, 2021 show. And uh, so- it should be noted that he didn't call back in April of last year. He, he called, you know, d- November, December. Happens. Your friendly Amazon driver, Edgelord Trash, called in saying some shit about Prime Week. Being nice to your friend, your Amazon drivers. Yes. Well, fuck you. You remember what? Or you, you remember? Uh, you were the asshole that when everybody was getting fired and losing their jobs, you were pissing and moaning because you didn't like being overworked or some shit like that. People were getting in. You just had complaints and shit. And you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. You had a job at least. Some people got laid off. Second uh, voicemail war I wanted to mention was. Um, <laughs> He's got a long list of people he hates. He hates a lot of you freaks. Unicorn hamster. You know what, man? I, I enjoyed, like, ragging on you and your voice and shit because, like, your accent just really annoys the fuck out of me. But you seem like an all right dude because it just kind of bounces off of you. Of course, I'm behind, so maybe you're, like, lost your shit and started attacking other people. I don't know. But you seem all right. And some other assholes are kind of dogging on you. So, you know what? I'm going to quit bitching about you, man. Oh, You're all right. This is a reverse voicemail. All right, love you, Tim. Later. I like how he balanced everything out. He's got someone new to hate, and he's taken Unicorn Hamster off of the hate list. Like, now it's been replaced with uh, Edgelord Trash. Sorry, Edgelord. <laughs> One more. Hey, Tim. Sideshow Freak Rabbi Nickel here. I was wondering, are you constitutionally capable of saying one nice thing about Lord Douche? Listen to me. I don't want you all to start thinking he's the victim here. I'm the victim. I'm the good guy. I say plenty of nice things about him. He's got very nice and thick leg hair. It's quite magnificent. That's something, huh? I'm good with compliments. 
That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me. Shout at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 660. Oh, God, as in, oh, God. Dirty, fucking, scum, sucking, lousy cunts. Spread the distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.